Hi guys. So we are going to start off this episode a little bit different. Episode number two, the last one was about having divine angels. And this one is going to be part two with a little bit more in depth on how to communicate with them. And I want you to know that I am recording this episode from my new podcast recording closet. I have had the hardest time since I started this finding time and quiet to record. So I knew that I needed to start this podcast. And so that was in like November. And then my kids were out for Christmas and I could not find quiet. So I had to just let it go. I mean, they were home every day. It wasn't going to happen. So I just decided, okay, when they go back to school in January, it's going to happen. And I've had the hardest time. We have snow and of course the city can't get to every neighborhood, you know, overnight. So we have a lot of snow days and then my kids are home. And so I've had a hard time finding an hour or a half hour or two hours of silence. So I asked my angels for help and I felt like it was coming, it was coming, but I wasn't sure. So I would try again another week to record and then I could not find time or I would sit down to do it and then things would get kind of wanky and there wouldn't be enough silence. So then I would just think, okay, maybe tomorrow, maybe next week. The other day I was really asking, like, I know, I know that I've had so much guidance to go this way for a long time and now feels so good and possible. What am I going to do? How am I going to be interviewing guests? And how am I going to be able to do this on a regular basis? I need a place and I need a time. My angels asked me to not use my cards, which we will talk about in this episode, but instead to try and just listen. And then I started channel writing and it just started coming out like pay attention, new possibilities. Where in your house do you absolutely not want to do it? And I thought of a few different places. I was like, cross them off the list. Don't go there. Where's next? What's possible? And I had seen a bunch of people on YouTube turn their closets into like recording booths. And I have a linen closet. I'm like, maybe I could do that. And it was so clear. It was like this big expansion feeling like, oh, give that a try. You know, it's already full of blankets, which is wonderful for sound. And it's not perfect. It is definitely not up to par for like a voiceover or any type of recording studio. But it's great because it buffers out the sound. And here I am because of the angels giving me special guidance in my closet. All of my family is in bed and nobody can hear me. It's so wonderful. So I had to share that little message with you because they do help you figure out the things when we just can't see the possibilities, right? We just cannot, I could not see one spot in my house that I could have a silence. I just felt so defeated. Like what in the heck? I know this is possible. Where is it? And here I am. So let's get into the episode. You're going to love it. of Divine Angels. I'm excited to get into some of these things because these are always things I end up sharing with my clients 
or with friends as we're visiting about things. And they're usually people that I know are already into this kind of stuff. They're already talking to their angels. They're already very aware of their divine guidance. And we just like to share different ways that that our guidance speaks to us and it just expands our awareness and our perspective and helps ours communicate with us better because I think it opens up possibilities in your mind that that waking up every night at a certain time could be your angels or I actually do get messages through songs and wonder, oh my goodness, I wonder why that just came on. I was just talking about that with someone. So it just kind of opens up your perspective and lets you know that they do indeed talk to us in lots of different ways. This list is not going to be all the ways and there's no other ways. That is not at all what this is. This is a combination of ways I've experienced in my own life or clients have experienced And then I, of course, asked my divine angels, like, what would you like me to communicate out that you um, try to communicate to people through and let it be yours. So this is kind of a place to start or to go a little deeper, but let yours evolve into what it's going to be because all of our divine guidance, whether it's your guardian angels or your guides or these divine angels or anyone that tries to communicate with you to give you guidance through this life is going to go to what is in your world, right? So if you listen to music and that's really it, then you'll probably hear songs or lyrics or someone will say something on the radio, something like that. Sometimes it can be Instagram posts from someone else that you were just talking about or maybe someone in the grocery store talking and they're saying something that you were just thinking about the other day. So it can be anything. It's just within your world. So they use what you know, what you have access to, and they're just trying to let you know that they're there and that they want to help, especially if you're asking for help. Like, man, I sure wish this thing would just resolve itself. I sure wish, you know, my car would get fixed. I could get a new car. I'd love to just get a new car. I hate this car. And you you go on and on to everyone about how much you hate your car and you could very well be getting some guidance from around you. It just may not be coming through this loud voice that sounds like, you know, the movies say what God sounds like or something like that. So these are ways that you can dig in and ask them, hey, can I get some guidance, right? (laughs) So the first one is going to be through asking them what their energy feels like. And this is so helpful because as you start to get to know your guidance, your guardian angels, um, different guides that you have, maybe guides that you've asked for, if you want like a business guide or if you're trying to attract love and you ask for a guide for that to help you along that path to find the love that's for your highest and best, right? You might ask for a guide. So you want to be able to tell the difference between that guide and your angels. Easiest way I have found is to sit in a quiet space all by yourself where there's really no input. So you can feel your body. So you can listen and just be aware of any sensation that you might get. And just ask them, divine angels, show me what your energy feels like. And if you spend time in the quiet asking that, it will become more and more familiar And they are happy to show you 
what their energy feels like. They're happy to show you maybe ways that they want to communicate with you. So you can ask them that. Like, what does your energy feel like? And then maybe you get a tingle. Maybe you feel warm. Maybe you just have this presence that you feel is kind of surrounding you that's very comforting. There's so many different ways that you can feel it or know or hear something or smell something or a taste in your mouth. Like there's so many uh, spiritual gifts that it could be endless, right? And then once you have that, ask them, is there like a little thing that you do when you're trying to talk to me and I'm just not getting it? You know, I know sometimes I'll get like itching in my ears or tickles in my hair on the back of my neck. And even my kids, I have mentioned to them that my guides do that. And so one day I was like, man, I just keep feeling like there's a bug on the back of my neck. My kids were like, mom, it's your guides. Pay attention. So sometimes we forget, right? They tell us, yes, this is me. If you feel a tickle on your left foot, that's me, right? And then we forget and we get the tickle and, you know, 25 times later we catch on, but that's just being a human. So go easy on yourself. So once you have an idea of what they feel like, and then you have an idea maybe of some certain signs they give you when they want to show their support or help you out or give you a message. Then one thing you can do when you're focused on a topic, the number one thing, I've got seven here, seven tips. Number one is going to be angel cards. And these are fun. They're very light. You can't really mess it up. You know, it doesn't take a lot of effort. And it's just a really fun, easy way to communicate with them when you're thinking about something specific, especially. So if they're waking you up in the night, or you've been waking up at 2.15 a.m. for a month now, and you're listening to this, and you're like, I'm gonna go get some angel cards and try this out, you can ask, hey, is this you guys waking me up? What is the message, right? Or I really need some help on this new job. I don't know what to do, but I feel like I can just ask your help. Can I have some guidance on this? So you can just set an intention. And one of my friends, Ember Wisniewski, she is a healer here in Pagosa Springs, Colorado. And she showed me one time by doing a session with me and she let me do the cards. And I just shuffled them, like tossed them around, no real special way. And then one would just fall out. And she's like, okay, that's the first one. And then I'd be shuffling them and then another one would fall out. Anytime I've ever shuffled cards, I would bet you that a majority of the time I never had cards flying out onto the floor, right? (laughs) I never had one flying on the table. Like I could handle them, I guess. But when you start tossing cards like this with an intention, they just stumble out of the deck. So it's very easy. It's not hard. And there's a lightness and a fun to it. And I think we receive really well in that type of environment. So let one or two fall out. And you might even hear like three. Okay, there's three cards. Or you might get one. And there's usually a little booklet that comes with it that will explain what that card means. So if the card says communication, you could go to the page, read the little, you know, tiny little excerpt on communication. And then listen, say, is there anything else? And then you might think of a story, you might think of a relationship that you have, 
something might come to your mind and then all of it makes sense. The guidance on the communication mixed with the relationship you just thought of. And then, oh, that's right. I have asked for help, right? It'll all come together. It's always really beautiful and great timing. So just let those messages be easy and you don't have to understand it either. So say you've got three cards and you're still kind of confused. You can just write them down and just say, thank you for this. And I'll come back to it tomorrow. And that's okay too, because sometimes it takes us a little while to understand the deep things of our own things, right? We're trying to heal our things, but it's hard to see them. So it's okay if it takes a little bit. So number two would be books on angels. I have a lot of books on angels, maybe like 15 books on angels. But when I started getting into this, then I got a deck and then I got another deck and then it just became this really big thing. And I, I really feel connected to my divine angels and angels in general, like archangels. I just feel so incredibly supported by them and I can feel when they're near me and when they protect me and when they give me wisdom. I, I just love them and feel really, really close to them. And so I bought all the things. So I have like 15 books and four decks and I don't always use them, but they're there for reference. So if I'm kind of journaling or channel writing, then all of a sudden I'll look at a deck and think, okay, yeah, there's something in there that would be, yeah, maybe a little easier if I just toss through this deck really quick. So I think at all levels, you can use those decks. But with the books, there's so much more in depth. So two books that I really, really like are How to Hear Your Angels by Doreen Virtue. And she also has another one called Archangels and Ascended Masters. And the way that I use these is if I have an intention, say about um, an angel number like 444 just keeps showing up and it's over and over and over. And I've Googled it. and I'm not really sure if that's the right message, but it just continues to show up. So maybe I'm not getting it. I will sit with like a book or two, or even just all the books I own, right? I'll look at my uh, bookshelf, and I'll see if one jumps out to me. You can even muscle test sometimes which one would be good for you. And then you get a book out, and then I just listen, and I'll hear like 112. And that's the page number that I need to go to. So you can practice this and then go to page 112. So what if it's not, right? Say they were saying 121. Who cares? You go to page 112, you read through a little bit and you're like, I don't know if that's true. I'm going to try to listen again. So it's practice. And there are a lot of people that just innately can do this with no, um, no blocks at all. So try some books. The messages can be like five or six pages long, a lot more in depth, especially that archangel book, you might get into a specific archangel. And after you read all about it, you'll think, oh my goodness, I've always been kind of drawn to this one. And then listen and let them bring a message to you after you've read about them. And I've had a few tell me, you know, I've been with you your whole life and I knew that it was true. So um, they would remind me this time and this time and this time. And I'm like, yeah, I felt like maybe I 
you know, skipped past some crazy right there. And they're like, yeah, that was us. So it made so much sense to me that I had been accompanied by Archangel Michael and Archangel Metatron for a long time. And I was so grateful. I was so grateful for them to come to me and say, we're here with you. We have more messages, like whenever you're ready. The other day I started singing that just whenever you're ready, whenever you're ready. I haven't heard that song in probably a year or a year and a half. But it was just a beautiful reminder. I thought, why in the world did I sing that song? I haven't heard that in a long time. And then I instantly thought of them that whenever you're ready, we have a message for you. So let it all kind of flow in and out. Do not be afraid to miss a message. Oh my goodness. Don't we all miss clues all the time? (laughs) That's being a human. Just let yourself live life. And if you think it's one, sit down with it. If you don't, let it pass. It will all be just fine. So number three, let's meditate with the intention to connect to them. So if you're new to meditation, this may feel too big. Um, I know some people have a hard time with just focusing or quieting their mind. If you have the intention that you want to meditate to connect to your angels because you feel like they're communicating with you, then one thing you can do is close your eyes and focus on the air coming in your nose and then out of your nose. And that really gives your brain something to focus on just over and over and do that for say like two or three minutes and it quiets everything. And if a thought comes in, you just go back to focusing on the air coming in your nose and out. So when you hear focus on your breath, that was never enough for me because I would try and then I'm like, where? Like in my lungs, in my chest, am I breathing right? Is my stomach supposed to be coming out? Am I supposed to be breathing into my lungs? And then it was, that wasn't going to work for me. So um, there's a practice where you focus specifically on the air coming in and out of your nose and it works great. So stay there for a few minutes and then just keep a piece of paper or a journal beside you. And if you get a message, great. If not, Maybe the message was just to meditate and calm your mind, right? Who knows? So that is a great way, though, to receive a message because you're shushing all of the constant thoughts that are going on. You are slowing all that down and you're now open and intentional about receiving a message. So that is a great, great way. Let's see. Number four, if they're waking you up in the night... And it's not very fun to get up maybe at two or three or one in the morning. But if it's over and over and you don't really feel like some of these other ones are working, just ask, right? The other day that happened to me about this episode. And so it was like 3 a.m. I think or 3.15. And so when I laid back down, I just thought, okay, what is it? And I just asked the question in my head, like, what is it? You know, angels, I know you're waking me up. And then I received a quick few sentences while I was falling back asleep. And when you first wake up, you can receive so much more. And even when you're about to fall asleep. So sometimes it's intentional because being in that state of consciousness is easier to receive. So allow yourself to just ask a quick question as you're falling back asleep. See if you get anything. It might just be that the message that you receive It's just enough for your mind to receive it and you don't actually have to remember all the bits of it and that's okay too. So try that out if you keep getting woken up in the middle of the night and see if you receive anything. Some people are like awake awake and they keep 
a journal by their bed and they want to write it out real quick. So you can always do that too. So next, number five is going to be going outside. When you are in nature, you are so connected to, of course, Mother Earth and the energy there, but you are so connected and grounded that the chatter chills out in your brain, especially if you're moving in nature. So of course, you can just go sit on your porch and put your feet on the dirt. That is great. I know where we are right now. We have a ton of snow on the ground, so that's not going to happen. We may be able to lean on a tree to ground, but we're not going to be able to put our feet on dirt, right? So just be in nature. If you want to go for a walk, if you want to go sit on the porch, um, listen to the birds in the morning, it can be very simple. But being in nature, the way that it grounds you and makes you really present in your body, it also has so much awe and beauty and the energy of outside is so clearing for us that it calms all the chatter and it's easier to hear. So that's a great one. Let's see. Number six, move your body. So of course this works outside. It's like double whammy if you get to go outside and move your body. But if you just need to walk indoors, for me, I just recently got a desk treadmill or treadmill desk, whatever they call it. And so in the mornings, I just walk. I don't really do a lot of work in the mornings. I just want to do like a meditative breathing, be quiet, move my body, clear out my system. I feel like it helps my lymphatic system to be clearer. And I just walk and I don't walk very fast. I just walk. So whatever you're doing where you move, if you run, if you do those groove dance videos, like anything like that, just move. And if you're not thinking while you're moving, if you're just moving your body, there's something that clears the mind because your mind isn't really thinking to walk, right? Or even dance around. Those groove videos are great because there really is no instructions. You're just moving your body in completely free ways. Your brain isn't thinking, and so your brain is clear, but your body's busy. And I receive so much guidance while I am on a walk with headphones on, either music or no music. It just rolls in so fast, I can barely receive it. So there's something about when your body's busy and it's occupied, but you're not having to think about what you're doing, it clears up your mind to receive. So the next one, the last one, number seven, is to look for messages in songs, in texts of any kind, like on signs, in books that you're reading. Be open to receive it in ways that are not these massive, profound, you know, like fortune cookie crap, like just be open to receive it in your daily life. Maybe your kid says something and walks off and you're wondering why in the world they said something like that. Maybe a friend or someone in the store says something and just kind of looks at you and walks off or a radio, like I said, a song on the radio or maybe an Instagram post from someone. Anything that is in your world, just allow them to speak to you through your life And more and more, you'll start to receive messages. There are so many more ways that you can receive. There are so many more ways that you can. um, Channel writing is one that is not on my list, but I love to do that. Where you just sit down and write on a piece of paper. We'll just add this one in there. Bonus number eight. 
write a question. Just say, you know, divine angels, I would love some guidance on buying a new car. I don't know what to do. I don't really see a way to make it happen. Can you help me out with this? Do you have any guidance? And just start writing. And you don't judge the words. You don't judge the order of the words. You don't even really digest it while you're writing it. I have to go back and reread what I just wrote because I don't remember what I just wrote. And so just let it flow and see what happens. This takes some practice, but I find that it's easier during meditation at first because you're not really thinking. You are so focused on just being and your vibration. It raises so high that you feel so great that you're not judging everything. And so I really found channel writing in meditation where I would just sit there with a pad in my lap and start writing while I was really focused and quiet. So it's more about tuning in when you're in meditation versus like check out, like you're not checking out at all. You're very much just quieting your mind and tuning into the guidance that you have, tuning in to your higher self so that you can hear yourself, your guidance, your heart, all of these different things. So it's not about stopping thoughts. It's about tuning in and then everything just quiets. So I hope that these helped. I hope that this got you a little bit deeper. If you did listen to episode number two and were wondering how you could go a little farther, who knows? There very well could be an episode number three at some point, or maybe I will have a guest on who is, you know, some expert in angels. That would be really fun. But I hope that this is something that you can try out. Maybe this week you can pick one. Absolutely do not try and dive into all eight of these because that's too much, right? Just pick one, have fun with it, and uh, maybe write these down in a journal that you can try one or two and um, see if you can get into a deeper relationship with your angels and feel more supported and let them go do some of the work for you. I hope you guys have a wonderful week. We'll see you next time.